0: Hello, hello, this is Tracy Harrell, and today I am so excited. You're watching and listening to Bigger Than Me, and what we did last week is we had a, a feature about a new book that's by Mel Robbins called The High Five Habit, and as you know, we, the, the theme for this year is how to live your best, most successful, and most powerful year yet. That's what this is all about. And so what I'm super excited about is I have two guests with us today. We have uh, Miss Coach Crystal, who's back, and we have Jennifer Ness Tucker. So we're going to have each of them introduce themselves and tell us real quick, as you think about your best life, what advice would you share with someone about achieving their best life? We're going to go into details today, and we're going to go deep today, guys. We're going to talk about Mel Robbins' book, but we're going to talk about some of that deeper work that we need to do to live our best lives. So let's talk about truth and taking action and living our best life. We're going to start with you, Jennifer Ness.
1: Hello, everybody. I am Jennifer Ness Tucker. Um, I am a certified business advisor, a certified life coach, and a financial expert. Um, oh, I'm paying attention to too much, uh, stuff. <laughs> in addition to that, I am... Doing a ton of things. So enough about me. What I would say as far as like living my best life is being authentic to myself and being true to myself and showing up as me a 1,000% of the time and also understanding that, like DMX said, a lot of people don't like me, but there's some that love me, though. So <laughs> I'm going to be me regardless. I love that. I love
0: it. <laughs> Next time you speak, we're going to have you look so you can see your own face. So all I can see right now is the camera, so it's a little weird. So look right there in that in that image, Crystal. Do the same thing, you guys. This is your camera, so just make sure I can, you can see your own face in that. Okay, so. Crystal, tell us a little bit about who you are and what does success mean
2: to you? Hi, you guys. Okay, Crystal Hughes here. Yes, I am a coach, certified coach with Inspire Your Why Coaching and Success Magazine. I also run a real estate team. And so success means to me showing up with a winning mindset, using gratitude every single day. And like Jennifer Ness said, showing up as your authentic self, because when we do that, then we can give our best selves to others. So success is being in alignment with who you are. That's what that means. Yes, yes, I love it. So
0: for those who are watching, let's talk real quick about this concept of living your best and your most successful year yet. The book High Five, The High Five Habit, talked about loving yourself. It talked about affirming yourself, high-fiving yourself in your mirror in the mornings, having this this high-five morning routine where you do what you say. You make promises to yourself and you keep those promises. You do the work. Right. And so what we're going to talk about is what is the work? Because what I loved about our conversation is that she talks about, you know, Mel Robbins, the author of The High Five Habit, talks about, you know, us connecting with ourselves, saying, I love you, you're valued, all those things. But today we're going to go even deeper. We had some amazing connections over the weekend and we got deep. You know, one of the things I said I love the most was that my story. The world needs my story. And the reason I do the bigger than me show, the reason I do this work is because the world needs all of our stories. And so when you think about going deeper and really changing your beliefs so that you can take action to achieve your goals, that's the definition of success. It's just that easy. So not that it's easy. It's just that simple. Just that simple. Some people aren't willing to do the work, but we've been doing Mm -hmm. some digging. We've been doing some work. And so one of the things we're going to talk about real quick is, um, Crystal, we had you here and you talked about this amazing career. That you have and
2: you said you hadn't taken the time to really focus on relationships and building deeper meanings with a partner. Um, I have friends I've been friends with for 15, 20 years and the relationships that I have are core, but I don't have like a life partner. And so I think sometimes when we have this self-awareness of what we really want and what we desire and we're putting it out in the universe and what we attract, what we want. Right, then that's when the success comes so we have to have an idea of exactly what we're attracting and where we want to go and how we will get there will come with faith and doing the right things and i think that honoring those micro habits each day giving ourselves that high five talking to ourselves, giving ourselves those grace will get us uh, where we need to go
0: and i i love that you mentioned those micro habits it's really about doing the things that you know are necessary for you to achieve your success. Mm -hmm. Success is not by accident. Success is about being consistent. It's about being courageous. It's about being willing to face those things that you may or may not know were core to what you need to be successful. So one Mm -hmm. of the things we talked about as one of your needs, Crystal, was you needed to dig a little deeper and to even love yourself. Absolutely. Me too. Yep. So let's talk a little bit about that. For you, why is it so important that you focus on yourself and focusing on loving yourself, affirming yourself, encouraging yourself, all the things that Mel talks about in this book? Why is that so important?
2: It's important because then we can look internal first instead of external. And I think for me, I have kind of an achiever's personality where I'm always looking for the next best thing and I want to double my income and lose 20 pounds and do all these things. And I think what's really important is that you are that we're really focusing on doing the things, doing the work, going deeper, looking inside of ourselves so that we can say, okay, what are the things that I need to address? If, if my business is going to grow, right? Like Jim Rohn, he says, the law of the lid. So our business is going to grow. It grows to the extent that we do. So we have to be willing to not look for the pill for the diet. We can't look for the next best system in our real estate business or in our consulting business. We have got to do the internal work so that we can live. Uh, our best external lives
0: and I love that Um, I'm I'm gonna just ask miss Jennifer Ness to to tell us a little bit about some of the internal work that you did and that you continue to do to to live your best life because I mean people looking at me I think I'm pretty confident I'm pretty much a achiever I know I do things that people are like wow to but yes and Mm -hmm. and there's still so much work to do. And I think really focusing on yourself and really digging and being willing to to excavate, right, uh, a little bit deeper in your own personal psyche is critical. So tell us a little bit about that and some of the amazing journeys that you've gone on where you've taken some horrible things and turned it into the best best learning experience possible for you.
1: I think the first thing I do is um, I recognize what the issues are, and I seek help for whatever issue I have or whatever obstacle or opportunity that lies in front of me. So I definitely uh, sought therapy, and I can't express that enough. I think sometimes people feel like therapy is a bad thing. People feel like um, it's it's, uh, proof that something's wrong with you um and and guess what it is (laughs) so if you need it go and get it and so that is that's the core of my success the self action the self-awareness understanding where I am understanding who I am and understanding whose I am and that was important for me and I had to dig deeper to get to that point and to this day, um, I've always had high self-esteem. I've, I never was a person who thought of myself low. As a matter of fact, I may even be on the spectrum of conceited because that's how <laughs> much I love me from Jennifer Ness. <laughs> not, no joke. Um, so I've never, I've never had that. And, and I'm not saying that people that do are different or less than or whatever. I'm just saying that was never my issue. I have other issues. But I've always thought of myself highly. Right. I know who I am. And um, I'm very self-aware. And so I start with that. And, and, and that's a belief that's in my core. And so nothing can shake that. But there has definitely been times in my life where um, I've had some trauma. Yes. I've had some, some things come at me. And, I had, it, you know, it knocked me off my square. But in order for me to get back on, I, I had to just realize where I am and get, seek help in every area that I needed. But I think the biggest thing was forgiveness. And I can talk about that for a zillion years.
0: Well, what I I love most about this is this is just for you. Again, we talk about this, having your best, having your most successful year yet. We talk about this and we're going to talk about it the entire year. So, again, I'm going to challenge each of you to really focus on what do you want to achieve this year? What is something that you've always wanted to achieve? What are some of those dreams that you've put to the side or just started but didn't finish? This is your year to finish. This is your year to put yourself first. And again, the basics, the basics of the high five habit, what Mel says each person gets from doing this is confidence. It says, I believe in you when you wake up in the morning, high five yourself in the mirror. And you also layer on an affirmation right? That's going to do the basics. It's about neuroscience, right? It's the psychology of the brain. How do you change your beliefs and use actions to do so? This is one of those actions. So you're going to build confidence. You're going to say to yourself, I believe in you. You're going to celebrate yourself and say, you are amazing. (laughs) Yes. Say it till you believe it. You're going to validate yourself. You're going to say, I see you. Third, you're going to basically build a higher level of optimism about the work you're doing and remind yourself that, yes, you can do it. And fifth, it's about taking action, reminding yourself that you got this. You already done. It's, all, it's over. You've decided you're going to do this thing for yourself, and you're going to celebrate and encourage yourself along the way. Those are the basics. Now, when, when Mel talks about the affirmation that you say when you do these things, the affirmation is really this idea of saying things like, I have my own back. I can handle this. Bring it on. Like I said, my favorite one was the world needs my story. What do you say to yourself, Jennifer Ness, when, you're, when, you're, when the question comes up about an affirmation that you say to affirm yourself?
1: So I used to do affirmations a whole lot. I don't I do not do them anymore. And it's for several reasons, probably just because I haven't taken the time to do it. <laughs> but I do have scripture. Mm-hmm. And those things are deeply rooted in me. And I don't care what happens, what comes, what goes. When you have the word on the inside, it comes up when you need it. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing for me. I mean, it's like I, I can think of a scripture for any and everything, you know. um, This too shall pass. Mm. The, no weapon formed against me will prosper. Mm. You know, um, he'll never put more on you than you can bear. Um, yes. You know, there's just and and no, those aren't affirmations, but that's the word. That's what I live by. Right. And so that word will never come back void. Right. The word is going to live on beyond you and me. It's going to live on beyond this earth. The word will never come back void. And so that word is what I use as affirmation. I, I love that. And for me, I consider those promises, mm-hmm.
0: right? When you think about promises, and I'm asking each of you to promise, make a promise to yourself. But you can't you can't beat a promise that our creator made to each of us about the lives that we're destined to lead. If you know that you are meant for greatness, that you're a descendant from the creator of the universe, how powerful is that? There's no better action-oriented motivator for me than to know from whom I am descended, to know these promises. And so this, this, this show is really about the science. It's also about spirituality, whatever that means to you, right? It's about knowing that you are able to accomplish whatever you want, believing that. And, if, and, and Mel talks a lot about those, the negative self-talk, things that we, we, we can sometimes talk ourselves out of, the good thing that all we have to do is step into it the actions that we have today, we can talk ourselves out of it. So the question is, what are you talking yourself out of?
1: And also, can I just say please, even, when, even if you don't consider it ne- negative talk, I mean, just like some of the conversations we've had over this weekend, which, by the way, we've been together for quite some hours <laughs> um, with yes, lo- very little sleep. Um, but I, if you at think a golf, about... And a golf
0: lesson in between. Right. Yes. The lack of sleep, yes.
1: But what what I would say is, it may not even be considered negative. Sometimes if we just sit back and say, did I just say that? Yeah. I need to readdress that. I need to understand what that means and what type of words I'm putting out in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You and I had a conversation earlier about why are you saying that? Why, why did you repeat that? Did you even hear that? Because sometimes we'll tell ourselves things and it may not be negative. Just may maybe our reality. And we've been living it for so long. We've started to believe it. Going back to that belief. And so once we listen to the words that's coming out of our mouths, then we can say, Oh, yeah, no. That is not aligned with my future. That is not aligned with what I want. Let me change that. Thank you for pointing that out. I'm gonna say something different. And what I say is going to align with what I like it to be or what the future is calling for me, not what it has been in the past, because that's over. Right? And so it may not necessarily be negative, it may just be your reality that might be bleak and pessimistic or maybe not even pessimistic. It might just be limited. your reality. It yeah. just may be a, a limited belief.
0: belief. Mm-hmm. And and so FYI, y'all, she calling me out. <laughs> so I'm going to go mean, ahead you know, and call saying. myself out. I'm just saying. Uh, so, and then Crystal, we're going to do a little bit of, of work uh, around this idea of like, who are we and who, who do we want to be? So I think I may have mentioned this previously uh, on my journey to, uh release some excess weight. I've been going through the holidays, but I also ended a relationship with someone that I had been with for 14 years. And I realized throughout most of that time, I was a bit controlling. I was... um, A bit. (laughs) She just said a bit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) A little bit. I was quite... Controlling. Oh, that's I basically, that is so like much
2: that? true. I oh, was
1: extremely girl. Oh my goodness. Controlling. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. 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 That's beautiful. That Thank is you very broke. much. I was extremely
0: controlling because I had such a wonderful life and I didn't really want to be in a relationship, really, but this guy was so friendly. And over time, I had friends saying, Tracy, why don't you just let this guy love you? And I'm like, I don't have no time for that. I blah, blah, blah. This whole story that I was telling myself. Uh, and I'd been in amazing relationships. I'd always been in great relationships. You can call any of my exes, the five that exist in the universe, and they would all tell you, I'm a great girlfriend. <laughs> like, but I have always, I have, I've had three people ask me to marry them, and I've always said marriage isn't for me. And Jennifer Ness were, well, why would you say that? Well, the same reason kids aren't for me. Like, I never wanted kids. I didn't even like playing with baby dolls, Right. That's not a limiting belief. That's just a fact. Uh, But she has pointed out today that the idea that uh, saying, you know, marriage isn't for me. You know, I I actually am open to marriage. She made me say that five times today. No, I'm not. I'm joking. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. She actually just pointed out. She asked me some questions as coaches that do. Right. And, And I realized I am open to marriage. I just wasn't open to marriage at the time because of things I wanted to accomplish. I wasn't open to marriage because of some limiting beliefs that I had about the institution and how it might restrict me from doing whatever I wanted to do. So there was some limiting beliefs there. And now I'm open to marriage. I'm not seeking it. I don't necessarily want it, but I'm open to it.
1: And that's a different way of putting it out there in the universe. Instead of saying, I never wanted to be married. I'm not going to get married. Marriage isn't for me. Now, that, that language has opened up your heart and your mind and things will start to happen. It's a trigger effect. Right Mm -hmm. now that you've said I'm open to marriage. Oh, my goodness. That's going to open you up to opportunities. Maybe a man will say, oh, she's open because they thought you were out of their reach because you didn't want this. And this is something that they wanted. So now that you're open, you may now be within reach. Now your husband may show up. He may manifest. Mm-hmm. He may step up or man up because you're open to marriage rather than, I never wanted to get married. That's not something that's in my future. Mm-hmm. That's not something, that's not nothing I ever wanted. Yo, but the, actually yeah. you are open to marriage. Do You
0: see why I love my people. Do you see why I love my people? Now, Crystal, we were talking about your um, journey for relationships and we're yeah. going to continue to do that work. And you came around to some new uh, revelations this weekend mm-hmm. as well do you want to talk about yes. that a little bit
2: so i think that we all have this good wolf and bad wolf inside of us right we all have did you this say big good-, good good wolf and bad wolf like we have the the good voice the internal side of us that's really positive and then we also have that negative side and i think a lot of the times it's just natural we're human so we're going to have this negative side but it's a matter of like listening to it right it's a matter of listening to uh, this am i looking over here I just need to see your face. So just back up a little oh, bit. There you go. I just there. want to see your okay. face in the thing. There you go. But right, like life happens. And so we have to figure out where that negative self-talk is coming from and then surround ourselves with people to where the moment that we say something maybe that we don't even realize could be limiting or holding ourselves back, that we either hire a coach. We surround ourselves with positive people. We put ourselves in the way of opportunity in order to grow. And so I'm surrounded by you guys, and I'm saying these things, and you all are checking me when I'm saying something like, oh, be careful how you're saying that, right? Right. Be careful what that looks like, what you're saying about yourself. And so this weekend we are talking about relationships and life and so focused on business and winning and helping each other out and growing, and relationship stuff came up. And it was like, oh, this is why I'm just choosing not to date. But when we really get down to it, And we have these deep conversations and we go, what's that bad wolf saying? Mm. It was really, let's just be vulnerable, everyone. Forgiveness. Mm. Trust. Mm. Like I can trust that it's okay that there is the right man out there for me. Mm. And that I'm doing the work to attract that person and those deeper, meaningful relationships. And that was a huge recognition for me this weekend as we're talking about high five and building each other up. That the work comes and the the, the opportunities come and the relationships come when we face it mm. head on. So and I think, Let's not run away from the pain, right? Absolutely. I think,
1: too, every time we talk about relationships, we automatically go to romantic relationships. And it's so bigger than that yeah it's so deeper than that because if we haven't had the proper foundational relationships there's no way we're going to have a successful romantic relationship Mm -hmm. and so some of those behaviors some of that those thoughts some of those feelings are going to show up in our romantic relationships if we haven't gotten it Mm -hmm. in the foundational you know whatever those relationships are We can't expect to have this amazing (laughs) relationship with any other human being if we haven't got it at the foundation, at the core. Mm -hmm. And so those are some of the things I know um, when I was doing a lot of my work, one of the things I had to do is think about who my mommy was, why she did the things she did. You know, why did she make the decisions she did? Even though I didn't agree with a lot of them, I didn't know her story. Once mm. I knew her story, it was so easy for me to understand her as a, as a woman, as a person. Not as a mother, but as a woman, as a person. I gave her the same grace I would give one of my homies. Mm. I wasn't able to give her back in the day because I would blame her for different things or I would see her in a different light and hold her to a different standard of expectation and accountability rather than just seeing her as a broken woman. Because mm. that's exactly what she was. And once I could see her as a broken woman, I was able to say, "Oh my goodness, wow! That's why you made those decisions. That's why you made those choices. Would you do it differently? You probably would if you had different knowledge. But you did what you did the best you could, and I'm gonna love you right where you are because you did the best you could." That is so beautiful. So, beautiful.
0: so just this idea of forgiveness. Sometimes we really have to we have to forgive ourselves. I mean, think about it. If there's something that you have thought that you wanted to accomplish and you realize, for example, that you haven't been true to yourself, you haven't been true to promises that you made to yourself, whether it was waking up and working out. Mel talks about how you interrupt those thoughts, how to, how to beat the concept of procrastination with her, you know, her, her high five habits, right, with her, with her ability to really, again, we all know what to do. The question is, are you willing to do the work? And so for you to talk about both forgiveness, sometimes we have to forgive ourselves for not doing what we should have done and just start fresh. doesn't matter what happened yesterday. doesn't even matter what happened five minutes ago. What, you, what matters is what do you do right in this moment and moving forward. So forgiving yourself and deciding that you're going to promise yourself a new outcome. You're going to focus on changing your beliefs and you're going to do the work, really just taking action. You can you can don't think about it too long and too hard because at the end of the day it's your actions that are going to re, re re rewire your brain, right? That's going to allow you to truly move to the next level. So, as it relates to forgiveness, changing our thoughts, believing different things about those who may have harmed us in the past. Let's talk about forgiveness. Let's talk about the the act of forgiving others. And really stepping into our future, stepping into our truth.
2: There there's this like tension in space, right, where we create resistance when we haven't forgiven and we're not able to really like live in this abundant space. And so when we are when we have resentment, then it's it's a a low vibrating space, right? And Mm -hmm. so in order to do big things and to impact people and to make a change, we have to understand at our core. Right. What those feelings are and to be able to forgive ourselves so that we can fully forgive other people and show up as our best friend self. And like you said, you know, is to treat other people and give yourself the grace that you would give others. So forgiving ourselves will allow us, I think, ultimately to forgive other people to the core.
0: For sure. uh, Do you want to
2: talk a little bit about
0: the how on the forgiveness process, Jennifer Ness? You wrote a book. What is is. your book
2: called?
1: One of them is uh, Broken Wife, Broken Life. Mm. And um, the, the hardest person to forgive, I mean, I was truly violated and I was able to forgive, I mean, almost instantly. It wasn't hard for me to forgive other people, but I hold myself mm-hmm. at such a high standard. Like I said, I'm borderline conceited, so, <laughs> you know, I, I love me some me, but I held myself <laughs> at such a high standard that it was super hard for me to forgive myself. It was super hard for me to give my to extend, extend that same amount of grace that I was able to extend to others. But once I did, nobody can hold that over my head. I don't mm-hmm. care what it is. I done done some crazy crap. <laughs> I done done some things where I could be in prison right now. You know what I'm saying? Not just in prison. I could, I've, I've hurt people, like literally. And I've hurt myself, and I've allowed things. But once I forgave myself, that was instantaneous. It was done. You can't throw that up in my face. You know how people be ashamed that they pass and they be feeling all kind of guilty and everything else? Yep, I did it. Guess what? Sure did. Mm-hmm. What? Next. Yep. Exactly. Because I've forgiven myself and I'm able to move on. And I Let's can't. Let's talk about
0: the how. Because there are always people who have done things that they are not proud of. Let's talk about the how or just things that they realize they just have not allowed themselves to, to live into that amazing future that, that, that is meant for them. So forgiving yourself for not living up to some higher standards is a big deal. So mm-hmm. for me, it's about, you know, we talk about the choice. This is what Mel says. And I love that when she talks about <laughs> interrupting your thoughts, when you think about the things that make you talk down to yourself. Mel says simply, she calls it a verbal high five, simply say, I'm not thinking about that. Nope. Mm-mm. Here's what I know to be true about me. Right? Those other affirmations right? that I was put on this earth to change the world, that my story is meant to be heard, that I am. Everything that I want is chasing me down. Right? I'm not going to think about that other thing. I'm going to focus on these new beliefs that I was put on this earth to, to change lives, to
1: impact people. I, I think when you talk about the how, it's really acknowledging that that is the root cause of whatever it is you're going through. Sometimes we we always want to look at, well, it's because of this or it's because of that or it's because of this, you know, whatever that is. That is unforgiveness. So once we recognize that as unforgiveness, then it's like, oh, okay. So recognition is going to be the number one thing. Mm -hmm. The second thing is giving yourself grace. Whatever it is you did, It's because you didn't have the tools to do anything differently in that moment, whether you were operating in fear, whether you were operating in hurt, whatever you were operating in, you made that choice and you have to give yourself grace. That's the how. And then you say, you know what? I did it. Acknowledge it, admit it. And forgive yourself. Period. That's what you got to do,
0: and and I think it's important to name the feelings, yeah. right, that you have associated with that yeah. experience, right. If you being able to write them down, I was, mm-hmm. I was afraid, I was ashamed, I was whatever, whatever those things are. So writing them out, calling them out, verbalizing those things, and then deciding that you're gonna change them, that is super powerful as well. So I, I'm I, I'm impressed by those of us who've decided we're gonna do things differently. Um, One of the things that from this book, The High Five Habit, that Mel talks about is, you know, how to avoid procrastination. Because this show is all about helping people to literally live their best, most successful, most powerful year yet. The how, from a
1: procrastination perspective, is to stop thinking about it and just do it. I I think uh, Crystal can talk about that. I mean, this girl wrote a book, lost 20 pounds, built her team up, doubled herself. I mean, you did all that in four
2: months. I did in four months. As far as procrastination goes. How? Well, okay. I'll tell you this right now, though, see, as I've been building and growing all of this in the last four months, like you said, doubling my sales, I've been procrastinating with getting to where I ultimately know I want to go and expanding my real estate team. And so Mm. I'm wanting to I'm in the process of expanding into Seattle and into the San Diego, California area and allowing my team in real estate to grow and really doing what I'm called to do and to coach and help and inspire people. And do things like this. And so I've actually been procrastinating because I've had some limiting beliefs and some work to do and some forgiveness to myself so that I could take this step. And I felt this calling in my body physically saying, come to Seattle, go golfing, like, show do what these you show things. Me. Like, show I was physically like, why is my <laughs> left, you know, my right leg still menacing and my whole like left side is <laughs> driving towards Seattle. And it's this, I think we have to really pay attention and, and honor ourselves. That when you're, you're hearing um, a movement, like something telling you, you've got to do this. Listen. Listen. Because the timing will be right. You've got to do the work. And I kept hearing this. You're going, come on, come." And there were sh- signs that would show up and I'd resist. But the lessons will keep coming. Trust me, what I'm learning right now at 35 years old is the lessons will keep coming. As much as sometimes you think you've done the work, they'll keep coming until you really do. And, like you said, until you actually make the decision to forgive. I know. So don't so procrastinate on your dreams, right? Go for that. So,
0: so, let's talk about that a little bit more because this sounds so perfect. But let's talk about what really happened as it relates to me reaching out to you. We became success coaches together. Yes. I invited you to come to do this, you know, yes, uh, exp- have this experience with me, mm-hmm. helping the world to change. And it's a three hour drive for you. Yes. Over a mountain through the past people who don't know this area um so it's been a journey but you actually stepped up and took advantage of the opportunity it presented itself to you and that's the action we talk about not talking about change talking about your dreams take micro actions every day to achieve your dreams and that's what you're doing something presents itself and you're like hey Believe. It's about believing that the universe, that the God, whatever you believe in, is actually going to create a space for you to truly live out those dreams. Like, look for that miracle. Mel, Mel talks about miracles. She talks about connections. She talks about this opportunity to truly Drive change. Tell us what made you see me differently, see these invitations differently. I've invited you to come over. We had five ladies at Wendy's house uh, doing a sleepover and a karaoke party last night. So you wouldn't have to drive today to get here. And we did golf this morning and you were all in. You were like, I'm in. Let's do it. Last weekend or two weekends ago, you came for a a, a, a happy Lunar New Year party. You just showed up. You're like, Seattle's calling me.
1: But wait, let me just recognize what she said. A part of me didn't want to do it. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. You I'm will trying always have. Yeah, no, I'm just saying yeah. you will always have a part of you that don't wanna do it. Period point blank. But there was a part of her, it something in her knew she had to do it. And the result mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. And so it's like she listened, like she said. You're going to have those two parts of you like, yeah, no, girl, I ain't about to drive no three hours. Three hours there and three hours back. But ask them to meet me halfway. You know, you're going to be, <laughs> be battling in and of yourself of all of the, the different, you know, just weighing options. And at some point, you got to choose. And that's what you did. You yeah. chose. And you said, you know what? What's the, what's the best that could happen? What's nice. the worst that could happen?
2: So let me share with you the, the, what, what I'm learning right now is there's this thing called the sacred pause. All right. And so the sacred pause, take a pause. Can you say, say that slowly? Sacred pause, like a sacred pause. OK, mm-hmm. so I was wondering why I was internally battling with this resistance. So if you're feeling resistance for something, stop, take a pause and say, maybe I should actually be stepping into this. Maybe it's fear of growth. So here's what I know why you're like, why did you come over? Why was your body doing this? Because I put out there in my mission and my vision this year is to surround myself and create this community of impact-driven leaders who want to inspire and leave a legacy, right, and help yes. each other grow. And so I'm like, if I say I want to put myself in the way of opportunity to make a bigger difference and impact, then I can't just think my way into wanting to be around these people. I have to behave my way into this new person. That's right. And so, so putting myself in the way of this opportunity not procrastinating and moving my body physically to get here. And we had some deep conversations <laughs> and now we're going to be making some moves, right. you know, and taking some steps to help more people.
0: Yes. it's I Beautiful. It. I love it. I love it. You did decide yeah. to listen to the part of you that was going to accrue towards your dream. You decided mm-hmm. to do that. You also decided to ignore the other voice and say, I'm not thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, uh-uh. I'm going this way. I'm going mm-hmm. to take this action. And you didn't hesitate. You jumped in the car and you made a move. Yes. Right. And so that's what this is about, everyone. This is about you deciding what are those things that you need to accomplish? What, are the, what, what is that goal that you want to accomplish? And when you think about those vision boards, Jennifer Ness, I know you're like the vision board queen. I am. So what well, we talked last week about the vision boards and the visioning and I love Mel. I love the way she 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 laid out this and the things she laid out in this book. But when you think about taking action, it is not about saying I'm going to I do have a picture of me in college as the tight Tracy Fit Tracy. I have a picture of Fit Tracy. Uh but I also need to picture Fit Tracy on the bicycle. I need to picture Fit Tracy eating vegetables. I need to picture fit Tracy drinking water. So it's those micro actions. It's those things that you need to do to get to that end goal. The universe will help you. God will help you. The people around you, you will find ways to get to that end. But it's really about making sure that you're focused on those steps along the way. And if you're consistent every day doing something that's going to lead to your goals, then that is, you by definition, you're going to you it's impossible for you not to achieve a goal that you're doing something and that's moving toward every day. You're going to be closer and closer and closer to that moment by moment, minute by minute, day by day and year year by year. So, let's talk a little bit about those micro actions, right? That that we need to take
1: Okay, you call them micro-actions. I believe that's what she says in the book, but mm-hmm. they're just baby steps. It's baby steps. Line. Step and there time. are objectives for every goal that we have. Yes. Yeah. A goal without a plan, without objectives, is just a wish or a dream. So it's just breaking down. If you say that you want to do these things, you have to make them smart and break down, mm-hmm. okay, step one. If I say that I want to be better at golf, and I'm just using this as an example because we just came from a golf lesson, okay? <laughs> But if I say I want to be better at golf, then I know I need to take lessons. That's step one. Step two, I need to have some golf clubs. (laughs) (laughs) Step three, I need to practice often. Step four, so taking those baby steps so that I can then what? Be better at golf, right? right? So that be better at golf don't mean nothing if there's no steps involved in being better at golf. So that's, like you said, that's micro actions. That's baby steps. That's objectives, whatever you want to call it. What it is, is us actually doing the work, yes, working yeah. it out, growing through it, doing what we need to do in order to get to that end result. And so saying that is nothing. It's writing it on a vision board is nothing. Putting it on a piece of paper is nothing. It's the actions mm-hmm. that you take to actually get there. That is something and that is how you achieve it. Otherwise, yes, you yes, will not. yes.
2: Yes, the knowledge is power to add to that. The knowledge is the is power and the execution is all is all of it. It's everything. Putting it into place. It's everything.
0: Yes, the secret to success. I keep saying this is not a secret. Let's put it out there. It's not a secret. It is taking action, taking action every day toward achieving the goals that you want. What did you say? Ben calls it. Ben likes to talk about um, Ben Fairfield with success. Yes. You mentioned your interview with him. What did you say?
2: uh specifically which one i'm sorry regarding
0: um the the achieving of your goals
2: the lesson think the lesson yeah like when lesson come along in life you just there's a lesson that comes up you know you think the lesson and the teacher and then you move on um but one of the things that made me think of what we're talking about here is you're talking about the plan like have a smart plan and know when you're getting there there's a book called made to stick and it's all about the commander's intent and when you're in the battlefield and you're out there. The general can't always be there. Right. But the people are out on the field and we're out there in war every single day. And so if we have a plan and we have a clear casted vision, whether we're parents, whether we're coaches or whether we're business owners, if we have a clear vision, then the how we get there will come. We just have to trust in the process as long as we know by when um, and have the right people on the bus. And if maybe we don't have the right people on the bus, then it's OK. Maybe we figure out how to get them off or move them into a different seat on the bus. Yes. I like that.
0: Yes, yes, and yes. So I'm going to go back to Mel because, Mel, we're still going to invite you. We're inviting you to join us at any point in time. But we're going to talk about what you said in your book toward the end about uh, these coincidences. Now, we can call them coincidences. You can call them miracles. Uh, I love when you were reading on Audible and you were talking about one of the miracles that occurred for you. And and you teared up. I mean, you choked up. and, And that's what we want to 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 ask people to look for you ask people to go look for hearts like look for something like be intentional Mm. and watch it show up so whatever we're looking for it appears right we we get to to decide those those coincidences you can call them whatever you want to call them but the universe sends us signals right god sends us signals is it scientifically proven that when you think about a thing, you will see more of that thing because your mind actually filters the information aligned with what you're saying, what you're telling it. So you get to actually code what your brain is thinking. So if you're thinking that I'm loved, I'm I'm going to achieve this goal, whatever the things you're thinking, you get to decide what success looks like. So let's talk about miracles. Let's talk about those things that you know are. People call them coincidences, but when divine connections happen, they're undeniable. It's like I I love them. I see them as confirmations that you're on the right track, that that your path is laid out for you. And you mentioned the um, you mentioned uh, you said where your father was and how you now have an opportunity to tell tell us about that, how that was just another confirmation, how you cried when you left that space because your soul needed to be on the beach where yeah. your dad was. Tell us about that real quick and how that how, how this is part of that divine story for you.
2: The affirmation. Yeah. So I knew that I was being called down there and I kept feeling the resistance Stay down, why, there were, why, where down to there San Diego. Is. So wanting to grow my real estate business. And I knew that, you know, my father passed away in San Diego when I was just about 21 years old. So I kind of felt this calling to go back down there and feel small next to the ocean. Right. And there's this knowing where your heart wants to be. And saying, okay, where do I want to be? What's my intention, and how am I going to get there, and by when? So I kept saying, next year, next year, next year, uh, I'll get there. And I was putting a cap on myself; uh, needed to give myself a timeline so that I could really go and face it, I'd get there, and grow my business, and believe it, and see it. And instead of just thinking it, behave my way into. Okay, let's get to Seattle, and let's come behave, oh, behave your way, your way in. into the, the. You can't just think your way into it. You have to. You have to. I, I I trademarked a term
0: um and it's it's I call it intuitive theatrics. Yeah. Right? It's it's where people talk about, you know, the brain game, right? It's um she uses language that involves um, you know, that neuroscience of mental coding mm-hmm. and she goes on to use, you know, other language but This idea of saying we get to decide what success looks like. We get to decide what our future looks like. And now is the time. Let's talk about the power of now. That's actually one of my favorite books. When you think about being present, and you're a very now kind of girl. Both of you are. Like, you're in the moment. Someone talked about you, Crystal. Like, when we invite you to something, you're like, I'm in. Let's do it now. Now. Right? And so (laughs) this idea of talking about some future life, it's so important for us to decide in 2022 Now is the time for you to do those things. Let me just say that again. Now is the time for you to do those things that you've always wanted to do. I decided in 2022, instead of saying, you know, when I retire, what I'm going to do is I'm going to rent one of those camper vans. I'm going to travel around the world and I'm going to go around the country. I'm going to drive around the country and go to some of my favorite places, places I've never gone to. But, you know, I love nature and all kind of other amazing things. And um, I'm like, why would I wait until I retire? Hello? In 2022, right. I'm going to be getting a camper van. Mm-hmm. I'm already packing my house up, slowly, engaging. Can you guys believe you have three minutes left? This
2: mm-hmm. has been wonderful.
0: Is this, the fa- <laughs> is this the fastest hour of your life? So let's be real intentional and let's help people on their journey to achieving their best life. Is there anything that you can share action-oriented in our last three minutes? One minute, one minute, and one minute. Jennifer Ness, I'm going to start with you. What would you say to people about the actions that they should take right now to achieve their goals?
1: The very first action is to identify where you want to be mm-hmm. and then work yourself wh- backwards to get there. So if you say that you want to be retired and living in San Diego on the beach, what does that look like? You know, if, the, if your retirement is 10 years away, you know, if you purchase a house now, you're going to have an amazing benefit over the next 10 years. So what could you be doing to get yourself there? in that 10 year period. So that's all I got to say, just, just imagine whatever that is, say what it's going to be and take actions toward making it happen.
2: I love it. Christy? Yes. So in coaching, we talk about being at cause, right? So I think if we really look at where we're at right now, where are we, where are we at and where do we want to go? And it's really about becoming that person, right? Taking those steps, like she said, and, and having faith and forgiveness and trust and moving in that way move you got to walk talk and act like what you want so believe that you have it in you and that you are successful and have a plan and follow it and the plan might change i love it so be
0: flexible yeah know that the universe will give you signs be open to those signs Mm -hmm. be open Mm -hmm. open your heart open your mind open your spirit to whatever is possible Believe that it is possible, number one, mm-hmm. and then each day take actions to achieve your goals. Let me say that again. Each day, each moment, it's going to be in those moment-to-by-moment decisions. I call them bigger-than-me moments. I have this whole this new book that's coming out, and, and, and it talks about these bigger-than-me moments, and it's about that works in community but it also works for you when you have if you're at home and you wanted to um you're dieting or you want to eat better and you have some doritos in your house you know when you crunch up that bag and pour it in the in the trash pour them out of the bag, into the trash. That's a bigger than me moment. If you have lemonade and you're like, or sweet tea or something that you know you really should, Coca-Cola, whatever, and you don't really want to drink those things, pouring, them, pouring it down the sink, that's a bigger than me moment, Moment, right? It's in those, it's in those actions that you're taking to achieve your goals. It's going to help you to achieve those goals. So it's in doing things and in not doing things that you know are going to help you accrue to your goals. So I'm just going to say commit to yourself and take action. This is Tracy Harrell. Remember, it's bigger than me. But together, it's not bigger than us. You got this. High five, baby.